Hello, my friends, and welcome back to Farm Machinery Digest Radio. I'm your host, Ray Bohax, that hot rod farmer from Cat Swamp Road in New Jersey. Who would ever think you'd be listening to a guy from rural radio from New Jersey, right? That doesn't make any sense. But, hey, I'm not on Cat Swamp Road today, and we're going to have a very special episode, and I'm down at Defend tractor headquarters the part of agco in duluth georgia but before we do that we want to tell you that you know we get together every saturday at 11 a.m eastern with an encore sunday at 6 p.m eastern on rural radio series xm channel 147 and if you miss an episode and you're not going to want to miss this with these fen tractors because we're going to learn about them is that you could always go to my website or any podcast hosting site one week after it airs and it's a great resource for you to listen to in the future or to share with others. Maybe they're interested in what we're talking about. But today we're going to be getting to know the Fent tractor line, which is very important. And we have two, I'm here with two two tractor gurus, tractor experts from Fent. So gentlemen, please welcome to my audience and please tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, thanks, Ray. Uh, I'm David Sade, Senior Marketing Manager Tactical uh, for Fent Tractors here in North America. Excited to join you today, and uh, thank you for the opportunity to talk. Um, you know, I'm, again, David Sade. Grew up on a farm uh, up in Indiana. Uh, went to Purdue University uh, up in Indiana, then uh, moved to Georgia 20 years ago to uh, work with the Fent line as a Fent uh, product specialist. So uh, that's back when we first really came to North America. So uh, uh, worked for Atco for about three years and uh, had had a, uh, an opportunity to go work for a cat dealer on the earth moving side of the business and recently came back to Agco and Fent uh, in the last uh, three years or so. Uh, excited about the product, uh, excited about the, uh, the, uh, uh, where Fent is today, where it has grown, and it's great to see, uh, you know, from my previous experience, both uh, on the farm and, and today uh, working uh, for Agco, where Fent is going in the future. And it's great because you're a farmer engineer, so you got both sides of the equation. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. That's okay. correct. Okay, and well, we have another guest here. He's at the, we got two gurus. So we got the second guru here. Two, yep. Thanks, Ray. I appreciate it. My name is Daniel Smith. I'm the Senior Strategic Marketing Manager for Fent High Horsepower Tractors in North America. Uh, long way about, I came from uh, the great state of Wyoming, so probably one of the few people you met from Wyoming. There's not a tremendous number of us. Uh, from there, moved to central Kansas, where I worked for an ag retailer for a number of years. Uh, based on the, the kind of experience I had with my, my father when we had a, a custom app and custom harvest business in the great state of Wyoming. Uh, from there, I took my precision agriculture kind of knowledge and, and worked for uh, an OEM that uh, creates uh, GPS equipment for, for all of our farm equipment. And then, uh, you know, decided to take a, take a good, good calculated risk on, on Fent and move to, move to Agco into the Duluth, or Duluth, Georgia area, uh, where I now uh, hold this job as a, a marketing manager for Fent High Horsepower Tractors. And that's wonderful because as a custom application business, you spend a lot of seat time in equipment. And off, I only know my farm. I never did custom application. So you could really see what works on a tractor, what works on a piece of equipment in different uses. So that, that's very, very important for you to, for to, you to bring, bring that to the table today and it's uh so we have two gurus here high horsepower tractors so 
is there a whole lot are there low horsepower tractors there, there definitely are low horsepower tractors uh you know within agco we consider high horsepower tractors to be anything 100 horsepower 100 engine horsepower and above so okay uh, basically every single fent tractor that we offer in north america is a high horsepower tractor. oh high horsepower okay so, and you know what i want to say to the audience you know in the corporate world they got to have a title right everybody's got a title got but a you don't but don't close your ears because you hear marketing guys these are these are field dirt farmers <laughs> grease under your fingernails guys just in the corporate world they got to be marketing these guys are farmers they're engine guys they're equipment guys so we're going to get very excited about talking about the learning and i'm going to learn with you about the fent tractor line but it's going to be right after this short commercial break so get a cup of coffee or a cold drink and sit because we're going to be really delving in to the fent line right after this Now, Sirius XM lets you keep listening to Fox News Primetime outside the car. Take the five. Brett Baer, Martha McCallum, Neil Cavuto, Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, Laura Ingram, and Shannon Bream on the go with the Sirius XM app. Plus, hear special interviews and highlights. The Fox News Primetime lineup. Whatever you want, wherever you want, with the Sirius XM app. The Sirius XM app is now included free for most subscribers. Just download the app today and tap news. This Iowa Minute is brought to you by the Iowa Farm Bureau. Unmanned aerial vehicles are a big draw at this Iowa Ag Literacy Classroom. Kids are learning what's cool about ag. They're so into using technology. It's natural for them, so we try to integrate technology into our programs. We do a program called Farm Chat, where basically the kids get to tour farms through Skype, Google Hangouts, FaceTime, and the kids are so into it. It's natural for them. Kids who love science suddenly see its potential in the simplest plant. We learned about cross-farming. You can take the pollen from one type of plant and put it on another plant, and you'll get... A hybrid. It was really neat. I liked it a lot. Discovering the next generation of green energy or preventing disease in plants and animals. All are solutions waiting to be found by the next generation. To learn more, check out iowaagliteracy.org. With your Iowa Minute, I'm Lori Johns. The Market Day Report is live every weekday morning, bringing you in-depth coverage of the latest in agriculture news and interviews with rural leaders and executives in the industry. You named RFD-TV the number one source for market and commodities information as it happens because we bring you the headlines, analysis, and weather updates that matter to farmers and ranchers across the country. So join us for five hours of the Market Day Report. That's weekdays starting at 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 Central, right here on RFD-TV. Welcome back to Farm Machinery Digest Radio. I'm your host, Ray Bohax, the hot rod farmer. And we're over here we're learning about Fen tractors with the two gurus, David and Dan, the tractor gurus. So, guys, I mean, Fent I, I, is a fairly new name in the United States. So what's the history of this brand? Yeah, so Fent is, is, is known for their CVT transmissions. And before I get into that, just a little bit of history about Fent. Uh, of course, Fent is, the, the tractor division is made uh, up in uh, Marktoberdorf, Germany, which is uh, southern Germany, about an hour 
and a half uh, southwest of Munich down in the German Alps. Beautiful country. We were just there uh, about three weeks ago or so uh, doing a factory tour. Uh, so the first tractor was actually made in 1930. In 1930, it was a six horsepower. Okay. Called a diesel Ross. Uh, diesel Ross means diesel horse is, is what it stands for. And we still use that that uh, uh, nomenclature today uh, from a diesel Ross. It is in uh, our seats. It is in uh, the... Uh, middle of the steering wheel as well right there and, and then also on a, as a hood uh, emblem as well so that's kind of where it started was a diesel ross or diesel horse uh, but uh, that was in 1930 so um, as we kind of move on you know tractors were produced uh, very popular in germany of course and uh, the first cvt so what we call a continuously variable transmission which uh, basically gives you an opportunity to go from 65 feet an hour wow. again 65 feet an hour up to 25 mile an hour on certain models, up to 31 mile an hour on other models, uh, depending on the series and size of the tractor, but in any speed in between. Uh, so any speed, there's no hops or jumps or skips or anything like that. Any speed that you need to run a tractor, that's what a CVT transmission will do for you. And it is a, a true balance of, uh, of, uh, of hydrostatic uh, and mechanical you know, uh, split there as, as we kind of put that power out to the ground. So again, 1930 is when the first uh, tractor was made uh, in Germany. Uh, 1995 is when the CVT was introduced at Agritechnica, which is a huge show uh, in Germany. Um, and in 1997 is probably the, the key uh, milestone is when Agco purchased Fent. Okay. Um, so Agco purchased Fent in 1997, uh, saw all that technology uh, that, that Fent was offering with the CVT transmission and what that could do for the future of farming and the future of agriculture there as well. And uh, actually first came to North America in 1998. So uh, uh, had tractors here in North America since 1998. And if you add it up real quick, that means next year we're celebrating 25 years here in North America, which is pretty exciting. Uh, it's, a, it's a milestone for us as well. So we have been around uh, for a while uh, here in North America. And, and that's what I, I, you know, I wanted to say is, you know, it, it's great to see, you know, where I could see it whenever I first started uh, with Fent back in 2002, uh, where we were then, uh, where we are today and where we're going in the future. As, as you know, with tractors, uh, combines, uh, planters, and, and, and application equipment, the brand is really growing uh, here as well. And, and one other thing I'd like to say about the CVT transmission, again, we have over 400,000, over 400,000 Fent CVTs that have been produced, which is pretty amazing. That is, that is amazing. So there's a great track record of reliability. Two things I want to ask you, since you're in a hot button, right, is that aren't some of the tractors made up in North Dakota or in Minnesota or someplace? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, up in Jackson, Minnesota is where our track machines are made. So that is the track tractors, uh, which are Fent track tractors up in Jackson, Minnesota. But all of our wheel tractors, every Fent wheel tractor is made in Marktoberdorf, Germany, and actually come down the line uh, at, at, at random times you know you could see a 300 series going to the line as well as a 900 series falling behind it when a 700 series behind that okay and and then that what really intrigued me because of i have we have the show has so much audience varied audience and i know we have a lot of vegetable growers uh in california in in the uh san joaquin valley and everything so that crawler speed that's 68 feet an hour i know I think you go a little bit faster than that when you're doing transplant, but what would that be used for? Yeah, so we, we see, see a lot in vegetables as well, but uh, again, for any application, okay. any 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 uh, farmer, whether it's broad acreage, <laughs> corn, soybeans, specialty, uh, livestock, whatever it may be, um, there is a Fent tractor uh, okay. that is available for them. 
And, and which I would also say, just just real quick, uh, you know, whenever Fent first came to North America in 1998, uh, it, it was very much a European tractor, and you know, with with metric metric uh, uh, tires uh, on those tractors as well. And we have really have grown um, that to more row crop configuration tires, narrower tires as well, and uh, have really helped develop a North American tractor for, for, for use here. Yeah, you're exactly right. Ray, kind of jumping back on the question you were asking, what's that 65 feet per hour uh, good for? Uh, you know, you can kind of think of it as uh, multiple different aspects. One was you, you touched on the vegetable grower, you know, doing some transplants, some ultra low speed kind of stuff like that. But even for the corn soybean guys, it can definitely benefit them as well because, you know, you think of taking this tracker into multiple different aspects of their farm. One of them might be a grain cart. Right. Well, enable to unload that grain cart onto that truck, sometimes you got to bump up forward right. and kind of unload it at a very, very right. slow speed. So, I mean, it, it makes an amazing tractor for an application like that. Yeah, it does. It's so, it's so versatile because with that CVT, you have uh, anything you want. Yep. No gear selections whatsoever. You name the speed, you go, and it, it basically does all the magic for you. Well, that, 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 that's wonderful. And especially running, running with a grain cart, for example, where you can run the tractor in foot pedal mode. So it's going to drive just like a vehicle, just, okay. like, just like a car. So you could go into the throttle out, whatever. Yep. yep. Yeah, yep. That's, that's, that's wonderful. And, and, you know, the thing is that what's great is that uh, you, you're, from my perspective, you're combining what worked in Europe with what you're learning is working in North America and you're bringing now both sides of the ocean together because in Europe they're getting the, some of the technology and applications that we would that worked in North America that's new to them which is hey we should have done this years ago and then vice versa so I think that that United Nations type of of lineage is really playing well because you're not caught to say well we always did it this way and then I worked for BMW as a test engineer so I know sometimes the Germans can be pretty hard-nosed <laughs> you know this is the way we do it right yeah, yeah. so but that is not the case with Fent which I'm proud to say no you're you're exactly right and working on the, the side of the business that I work on Ray um you know you're exactly pinpoint on you know we get kind of the best of both worlds I mean we get a bunch of the the electronic architecture in the background as well as the hand controls that you know many North American farmers aren't used to you know with a, a big multi-function right. kind of joystick that has hydraulics on it that has uh, you know, end and go kind of headland sequences on it that has all of these different functions for making the tractor move, shuttle direction, all those things. We get those that you can kind of actually see many of our competitors uh, very, very similarly mirroring right. in some of their applications. We get that as well as, you know, the, the good old kind of North American Brutus style, you know. Arr, let's go, baby. Get going. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So we get both sides of that. Excellent. Now, uh, before we get into some other applications on it, I know that the farmers are very interested. So every tractor has a CVT. That's not an option. Is that correct? Every single fan tractor has a okay. CVT. Okay. And now, I know that you use a couple of different engine lines, don't you? Correct. So what engines are you using? Uh, we'll use anything from Agco Power to Deutz to MAN to, uh, yeah, Agco Power as well. Yep. But so that's but that's model specific, correct? It is model, series specific. Series so, specific. Yep, so yep. in other words, I can't say I want an Agco engine if I want this. It's no, gonna, correct. It's so going to come that yep, way. Yep. So say the 300 series would have an Agco Power, the 900 would have an MAN, Okay, man. MAN. Yep, okay. Yep. All right. So now the other thing that I wanted, because I know the audience has the same question, because I know I do, right, is that I never really, nobody ever explained to me your naming and numbering system of, of, of your tractors. And, and then also, what's the Profi? I saw there's a tractor out here with a, with a, with a bucket on it that says Profi on it. What's mm -hmm. Profi? Yep. 
Uh, so, so profi, just to start with that question first, profi basically means professional. Oh, okay. uh, so if you go over to, to Europe and you see profi, that'll that'll basically loosely translate to professional. So oh, okay. kind of think of it as an agricultural professional. Oh, okay. Um, I'll, I'll kind of let David speak in on, on the, uh, the the modeling a little bit. Um, but, but basically, I'll go the first numbers. You go the last two numbers. How's that? So. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah, yeah, hold on. And, and, and with, with the Profi, there's a Profi Plus option as well, which, is, which includes guidance uh, here as well. So that's a Profi Plus option. Uh, on, on some models, our 300 and 500 series, we also have a power version. So if you do not want all of the uh, extra electronics in the cab with the screens and other things, you're able to uh, order that track without that. If so decontented. Basically, yeah. yes. Yep. Okay, so now, but you have different models, right? Yeah, so uh, many different series here in North America, uh, you know, and that's where I was liking to talk about how we have grown, because originally we had a 400 series, a 700 series, and a 900 series here in North America. How many years ago was that? Uh, 20, 20 uh, years ago. Yes. Thanks, Dan. Um, he has no gray hair, so don't worry about well, it. Well, my skin is starting to get thin. Yeah. Top, yes. Uh, but, but, uh, but yeah, so as we look today, now we have a 300 series, a 500 series, a 700 Gen 6, a 700 Gen 7, you know, an 800, a 900, and a 1000 series, all in wheel tractors, as well as a 900 series Vario MT, which is VMT means a track machine, an 1100 VMT, which is a Vario uh, mobile track uh, track machine. Oh, so well. Vario means track. Track. Uh, Vario is CVT. Oh, CVT. Yep, yep. So, so basically, the model is identified with a number, and then so it, since they all have CVTs, they should all say Vario, right? Yep, they do. Correct. Oh, that's so. So basically, you're looking at a number, so that's uh, how you're identifying it. Yep. So the Vario has, is the transmission. So everything is a Vario. Yep. Okay, that's the that makes sense now that I understand it, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and to kind of go into a little bit more detail on that, I, I always get this question at farm shows. You know, what do these numbers mean on the side of the tractor? So, uh, you can, basically the first number is going to be the series, so it'll be three hundred, nine hundred, seven hundred, five hundred. That'll basically be your frame size. So that'll equate to a frame size, you know, basically gross tonnage of that machine, okay. what it can hold, as well as the weights. And then the last two numbers, if you take those numbers and multiply it by 10, that's going to give you the horsepower of that machine. Okay, so 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 if it's a, arguably a 350, so it would be 500 horsepower, even if you don't have yeah, a so 350. would be a 500 plus horsepower. Okay, that, makes, that yep. makes sense. Yep. Life Perfect. makes sense when you understand it. It does, right. it does. So now I'm going to ask you, I told, I'm going to ask you a loaded question, all right? Because you're both farmers, you both have a background, custom applicator, all right, farmer, all right. The thing basically is, is that, you know, every tractor could, could pull a planter, every tractor could pull a sprayer. But I know that there's so much more to these fent tractors than actually getting out in the field and pulling something, because that's all it is, is a power source. So please, I want to learn more about because I could see when I look at them, there's a lot more, but I can't, it's like, it's like ambiance. You can't put your finger on it. Yeah, so, you know, the CVT, of course, is the heart and soul of, of, of every Fent tractor. But, you know, we have really grown a lot past the CVT, um, you know, which I remember back when I was first out in the field 20 years ago demoing to customers. And that was before there was, number one, CVTs. But other than that, there wasn't any suspension. And, you know, now we have front axle suspension. Uh, we, of course, standard with the Fent tractor, cab suspension, standard with the Fent oh, tractor. Oh, everything is cab suspension. So yeah. is, it, is it airbags or springs? Uh, a couple different options. Okay. It depends. Um, but, but to be able to offer that, because whenever you're driving down the road at yeah. 31 mile an hour, oh, you, you feel want, every yeah, yeah, you want to feel comfortable. <laughs> and it doesn't feel like you're going that, that fast there, there anyway. But all that stuff was new to the North American market. And now it's kind of become commonplace right. in the last 20 years. Same way with the screen that we had uh, to control. One thing about a Fent tractor 
is not to get discouraged. It's, it's one of those things that it doesn't matter if it's a tractor today or one 30 years ago. Anything orange is engine and transmission related. Blue are hydraulics and three-point hitch. Yellow is PTO. And now with our new Fent One cab experience, which is a revolutionary cab experience, which I'll let Dan talk about here in just a minute. That really changed the whole operating system of the Fent tractor. And now we have white freely assignable buttons in the Fent One cab. Okay. So it's with Fent One, it, it really, you're able to go in and customize settings. You're able to customize settings by operator, by implement, whatever it may be. You can save those settings in there and then you can uh, reload those settings. You can save your cruise control speed. You can save your hydraulic flow rates. All that stuff can be saved and, and, and be able to be recalled later. So if I'm running just before you, before Dan talks, so if I'm running a big acreage operation, which a lot of my my listeners are, so they got 10,000, 20,000 acres, or some guys even have more than that. So if they end the day, they could save those settings. They could come back in the next day. So it's almost like it's like memory on a power seat in the car, right? Yep. And then you, you can well, save your settings. You could save your settings for a particular implement. Right. It can be very, very. Or if you put an operator in it, you put you put somebody else in. They just press this button, exactly. and it's going to be all the exactly. same. And you're just going to have another another guy behind the wheel watching the auto steer. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Right? Yeah. So that that's very that's very 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 important. Now I didn't want to steal your thunder. Go oh, on. Not a problem. No, I was going to touch base on the the one operating system that we we now entail in all of our machines uh, with with wheel machines. Um, so I, I always like to say david said it best uh, you know don't get discouraged when you get in a fan tractor you know you, you go to a farm show you see one uh i like to say it kind of almost looks like my eight-year-old dropped a box of crayons in the cab you know it's not what we're used to in north america it's not the the browns with the orange and maybe right. a little bit of chrome handle everywhere there are colors everywhere just like david said and each color means a specific task so and once you, know, you learn it you learn once it. you learn it you learn it you know you not only do you learn the colors but you also learn the textures so texture is something that is very very okay important so, so you don't even have to look down at the armrest you oh, can, so you can just feel it tactile exactly exactly so um you know once you learn how to run it once you learn what those those feelings are what those tactile kind of sensations are you can run this machine without having to look at it and you know i always like to say you know give the first 15 minutes to your product specialist to your dealer for running this let them kind of show you how to do it then kick them out of the cab for about the next two or three hours by by about minute 30 or so you're going to be like okay what else can this fan do for me now that i'm feeling comfortable with this and it take truly truly takes that tractor operation to the next level well that's that that, that that's fantastic and because tactile is so important especially if you're watching a monitor you're watching some, some something else all right but you know back east i'm in new jersey but right in the pennsylvania border mm -hmm. there was early uh seemed like a lot of Fent early adopters were in that region. Uh, and I'm going to say this much to the chagrin from other manufacturers before we go to a break, is that whoever, whoever was somebody seemed to have a Fent back east. So, so in other words, the best dairy farmers, the, the, when I'm saying somebody, not somebody who's cocky or hoity, but the most successful people have seemed to gravitate towards the fence. But I think there's another dynamic that I like to touch on because I believe also, and correct me if I'm wrong, all right, because they all use fuel, right? Mm -hmm. But I also think there's a certain level of fuel efficiency that, that comes with that fence CVT and that engine program. Sweet. But what we're going to do is we're going to have you hold that thought until we come back from the break. Hi, I'm Mike Pearson, host of AOA, heard Monday through Friday right here on Rural Radio from 6 to 7 a.m. Eastern Time. Each day, we'll talk to those making the news in markets, ag policy, trade, and rural health care. 
And you'll hear from the ag and political leaders about the pressing issues of the day and what they might mean for the future of agriculture. So join me here on Rural Radio from 6 to 7 a.m. Eastern Time for AOA. Rural Radio is the first and only national radio channel on Sirius XM serving rural Americans. Each weekday morning, stay current with real-time data, expert analysis on the markets, and tailored forecasts you care about with Market Day Report. Then, in the afternoon, catch up on shows like Real Ag, Ag PhD, Shark Farmer, and Western Sports Roundup. Rural Radio 147, the agribusiness and Western lifestyle channel. From Kansas to Ohio, that's where you'll find Pivot Bio. From the Mississippi Delta and the Chesapeake, Nebraska and the hills of Tennessee. Proving on thousands of fields across this great land. When you work the ground till the sun goes down, Pivot Bio's got a plan. Greener plants and a healthy land use our predictable nitrogen. Wherever farmers grow, yeah, that's where we go. Tune in to Rural Evening News, where we walk you through the headlines of the day with an unbiased take surrounding agriculture, policy, and markets from around the world. Rural Evening News, weeknight, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, on Rural Radio Sirius XM Channel 147, your agribusiness and Western lifestyle channel. This is Kim, and I'm from Signal Mountain, Tennessee, and I listen to Rural Radio 147 on Sirius XM. Welcome back to Farm Machinery Digest Radio. Oh, come on, guys. We've got to talk about this fuel economy now. Yeah, you know, I tell you, Fent tractors are known for their fuel efficiency. And, and one thing we have on some of our larger series is what we call Fent ID, which is a low engine speed concept. And, and what that does is, you know, basically our torque on the engine meets max torque, like on our 1000 series at 1400 RPM versus, you know, 2000, 2100 RPM. So you think about that yourself, uh, you're, you're number one, burning less fuel, a lot less revolutions per minute of that engine, which means a lot less wear and tear. Down speeding. Yep. Exactly. In, the, in the auto industry, we call it downspin. That's very, oh, very okay. important, especially with the price of fuel. And, exactly. and you count those piston strokes over the life of an engine. Now, also, they're fantastic. I'm sorry, you want to continue on with yeah, that? Yeah, no, and what I was going to say with that, the tractor will determine what speed it needs to run to get the job done most efficiently. So the tractor will do the work for you. Okay, it's good, because I'm a hot rod farm. I think you can show go fast. Now, <laughs> now Fent has a fantastic warranty. We have just about two minutes left. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a great segue. So, yeah, one thing that Fence has become uh, renowned for in the North American market is what's called the Gold Star Customer Care Program. So what this program is, is it's three years, 3,000 hours, uh, standard base warranty on all Fent machines, on all Fent tractors, I should say. But but the truly amazing thing about that is for that three years, uh, maintenance is also included. So, you know, if a farmer purchases a Fent tractor, Basically, the entire tractor is taken care of for that first three years the, from the, the dealership. The serve, and it's done on the farm, right? Done on the farm, yep. So, so they come right to the farm at your convenience. Come to your farm and take care yeah. of everything for you know, the first and, three years. And how much is that worth? I mean, exactly, yeah. I mean, yep. none of your time, none of your oils are so expensive, filters are so expensive. That That's wonderful. You want, you go. Yeah, it's $0 deductible uh, exactly. there as well. Yeah. Yep. Um, and, and a loaner guarantee. If that tractor is down for more than 48 hours, so two working days, 
We'll get your loaner out until we get your tractor well, up and running. And that's so important because I look at farm equipment, specifically a tractor, planter, as like emergency equipment, like a fire truck or a police car or ambulance. It has to roll when it has to roll. Now, I know you guys have a great website, but but I think that, they, that the audience can get a lot more by visiting you guys, what, at a show or at a dealer, right? Tell certainly, us a little bit about that. Yeah, if you, if you want to come visit us at our website, you know, www.fent.com. Um, you can kind of see all of our products there. And, and like you said, you know, any farm show, you know, major farm show, there's going to be a fent presence there as well. And, and you'll, you'll see the, the big, beautiful green tractors with the big, beautiful red rims. And uh, come stop by, say hi to us, ask us any questions you've got for our machines. And I want to thank, and I want you to know that that is an invitation from Dan and Don, that Dan, Dan, I've got the names wrong, Dan and David, the tractor gurus. So I want to thank you so much for listening. And I want you to know that the American farmer is my friend and I'm pulling for you. May God bless America. Have a blessed day and check out those fence. Take care. Bye-bye. A ProBox has enough seed to plant 125 acres of corn. Now, if you wanted to put 40 pounds of nitrogen on those acres, you'd need 1,200 gallons of anhydrous or 1,700 gallons of UAN or 5 tons of urea. But what if that amount of nitrogen was already on your seed? Pivot Bio is now putting nitrogen on seed. The first company to ever apply nitrogen on seed. The nitrogen you need now on seed from Pivot Bio. Learn more at pivotbio.com. Rural Radio is your source for the most current commodity news. We bring you the latest market details and talk with a variety of market experts helping you protect your bottom line. With commodities shifting like never before from grain to livestock, your Rural Radio team will keep you informed because you voted RFD-TV as the number one most trusted source on farm market information for producers. We're gathering the news and insights you need to stay ahead of the curve. Rural Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 147, your market authority. I'm Mark Oppold with an American Agriculture History Minute, brought to you by AgriLiquid. Gain a better understanding of your soil tests with the team at AgriLiquid. Learn more at agroliquid.com. Radio is an important part in the history of American agriculture. Broadcasting information to rural America started very soon after the invention of AM radio. WHA, Madison, Wisconsin, began broadcasting weather reports to rural America in January 1921. Just two months later, an Illinois grain dealer put WDZ on the air so he could provide his customers five minutes of grain prices from USDA. And just a year later, 35 radio stations had been approved to broadcast USDA markets. Today's American Agriculture History Minute. I'm Mark Oppold.